Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to the show. It's Thursday the 14th of July. We've got Chris Taylor, I'm Dom Knight, and once again, Ange Lavapierre of the Schmeitgeist podcast, the new podcast looking at pop culture and why it is so uh, from the ABC. Hello, Ange. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello. And it is Bastille Day today, 14th of July. I actually love Bastille Day because I, I always grew up in a suburb where there was this French restaurant that was dead. Mm. Like <laughs> eternally dead. It was, a, it was a genuine surprise that it was still in business. Year in, year out. But the one day of the year, the only day you ever saw anyone in there was Bastille Day. And I think it's it's sort of like that. You know, there's certain pubs that no one goes to except on Anzac Day for two up. Yes. Mm. And, 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 and I well, once... Irish pubs in St. Patrick's. So too, Irish pubs thing. in St. Yeah, same yeah. thing. And I once spoke to where I live in Balmain. There's this pub no one goes to. And yet you can't get in on Anzac Day. And I actually spoke to the owner. And he said, yeah, that day basically covers us for the rest of the year. They make <laughs> that much. Wow. And I, I assume for some slightly dead neighbourhood French restaurants, Bastille Day is the one day people are interested in snails and duck a la ronge and all these things. The Bathurst equivalent of this is the Bathurst 1000, where right. very few people oh, yes. come except at one time of the year. Um, and not to brag or anything, but my father works on local council. Um, That's a massive uh, brag. I know. Yeah. I know. And, uh, and he is the water and wastewater manager. Wow. Uh, well, he was until this year when he retired. Congratulations, Dad. Uh, and he told me that every year the first thing that happens when the bikies show up uh, and camp on top of the mountain, which is their little spot, um, is that they blow up the toilets with fireworks and low-key explosives. And <laughs> I wasn't sure how that sentence was going to end, Ange. It could have gone one of right. two ways. <laughs> yeah, and I'm right. glad it went, it went the yeah, pyrotechnic no, it's not way. That I'm kind just of podcast. Say. Yeah, no, we keep things classy. Um, mm. So, for the guy in charge of water, yeah. it's, it's a big day. It's just a heartbreaking day because he's crafted, <laughs> lovingly yeah. crafted these toilets, you know, and then, they, and then they get blown up by these thugs, these absolute bloody thugs. And then they go, oh, well, and I said, Dad, that's upsetting. You know, why, surely this is not, you know, and this is just the least of the damage that some, you know, some of the guys do uh, every year. And he's like, no, you don't understand. They bring in so much money <laughs> to yeah, right. the town. So this, is this part of the budget? So Bathurst's annual budget is, yeah, we're going to get a shit ton of money during Bath 1000. We'll have to replace the toilet blocks again. They're budgeting every for single it. Year. I, w- I would be building more toilets to attract bikies <laughs> from other parts of the country, maybe some international bikies. Like, it, it's almost a point of pride. You know, like, there's certain festivals. Uh, I think, well, I guess bonfires and Guy Fawkes is mm. akin to it. But there's, I think in China there's ones. They build something incredibly precious. Mm. And then set it alight on fire mm. or explode it. Well, and, and I think this is the Australian culture equivalent where we we spend a lot of craftsmanship <laughs> on our toilets, knowing <laughs> that one day <laughs> <laughs> some bikies are going to come in and blow shit up. Yeah, it's <laughs> like Burning Man, <laughs> yes. but for toilets. Yes. 
I, I love that this is now, this is half the podcast on, <laughs> on the Bathurst 1000. I, I think that we've just made a contribution to the culture. And, yeah, and can I just say, that, that is needed. there's not enough discussion of the Bathurst 1000 on Bastille Day. I, I've been <laughs> to France on Bastille Day. You, could, you would be hard-pressed to hear the word Bathurst. Little alone Bathurst 1000 toilet explosions. Yeah. <laughs> and more's the pity. That's why France is uh, well, not the I country it once was. Next time Albanese goes to, to Paris to meet with Emmanuel Macron, they sit down and try to yeah. build bridges. Yeah. This should come up, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down get on latrines. Out, get him out there. <laughs> yeah. Get some nuclear powered submarines going up and down the mountain. That's what I'd like to see. Now, Andrew, we're going to talk about I've got reality. This, yeah. Well, I've got this new app, right? Um, which is a terrible way to start a conversation, but this one's, it's called Be Real uh, and it's a little bit different from the others in that, so it's a social media platform and it insists that you take a photo exactly when it tells you to and you're not allowed to edit it, you're not allowed to like retake it, you just sort of have to like bam, take the photo and it might, you know. Wherever you are. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you could be on the toilet, you could be, um, I don't know why we keep coming back to this. We, you could be on the toilet, you could be cooking dinner, you could be, I'm usually at work at the moment. Again, so cooking dinner, mo- most of my Instagram is just photos of people cooking yes. their dinner. So what, what's the what's the catch here? What's the, what's the newness? You do see, like, I think what's really interesting is is people being forced to just sort of show the weirdness and sometimes dullness of their lives and just sort of have to own up to that. You go on social media, particularly TikTok and Instagram, but I'm thinking especially of Instagram here, uh, and you approach everything with a high, high, high degree of scepticism. You're like, well, this has been edited. This, you know, you, you know, you've probably been saving this photo for months. It's like a beautiful photo. Oh, you probably crafted this message, this caption that goes along with it. We're all kind of like- I feel like you know me far too well. <laughs> <laughs> but not just you. I mean, I'm you still sitting on a photo from four years ago. I'm just waiting for the right day to drop the right joke for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and and you know, we're all guilty of it. But be real doesn't kind of let you do that, and it's kind of taking off in a big way, particularly in the US. It's starting to take off in Australia. Uh, it is particularly big with Gen Z. Uh, no surprises there, or maybe some surprises because that I is think a bit of a surprise. So, you're, so this is just no filter, no filters, no editing, no curation. Yeah, and I think there's no, this but, but no more than that. It's a raw reality. It's also no interest. It's because it's it's sort of <laughs> no, no. I'm not saying that as a joke. It, like it, it, the whole challenge seems to be to deliberately mm. capture blandness as a counterpoint to. I think because my the, life the is fake excitement that's often presented on these platforms. I think because yeah. my life is quite boring at the moment. That doesn't mean that everyone else's is like. Our, you know, us on Be Real wouldn't be that interesting. But if you're kind of like out every night of the week with friends and all your friends oh, are okay. also on there, then that's – and you're doing interesting stuff and every day is a bit different or whatever, um, you know, then that is – you're quite an interesting person to watch on oh, Be Hang Real. on. So is that kind of like a humble brag? Like, yeah, I'm the, I, I, you know I didn't fake this photo. I just happened to be yeah. in Ibiza on the beach. Totally. This is the real me. Totally. Oh, it's yeah. a flex. I, it's a flex. I, I hate it already. Yeah, no, if, no, if, it's if it's just going to be full of people, oh, I was forced to take this shot because <laughs> it told me I had to take it. Oh, and I just happened to be hanging out with these glamorous people at a VIP event. But it I, doesn't, I, no, I'd vomit. It doesn't look like I think because they all end up being quite unpost. Like a lot of the photos are quite 
you know, shitty, like they're a bit like blurry or like out of focus and like your it takes your photo at the same time as it takes whatever's in front of you. And so you kind of, you know, it's hard to do two things at once. And so you like your face is not often doing what you would want it to do. But it's really quite liberating to have this permission to go like, oh, whatever, everyone's just putting their first draft out. Blap, there's my first draft and everyone just puts theirs out as well. And yes, maybe they might be on, you know, the beach in Ibiza and uh, <laughs> and I'm, you know, sitting first at the First draft office. of a perfect lifestyle. D- yeah, yeah. Um, but I think there is something quite nice about that and uh and it is you know i think it runs against this this dumb narrative that we have about you know quote unquote young people right which is like oh they're also vain and they're also like online and they're you know they're really curating their th- you know and this kind of like fake online um curation narrative that runs about young people which is this is not it this is not it like the reason uh, uh, only 50 percent of it's not it they're still very online Sure. They've just switched to a different platform. Yeah. No, no, that's and, a good point. But it's, and, it's, and, and, you know and in a way, be, Ange, how much notice do you get? Like the same time every day, like can you plan to be, you know, on the top of nah. the Eiffel Tower? Nah. You get, nah. nah, it'll just come whenever it comes and it says you've got two minutes. So wow. you just have to like. Oh, you've got two minutes. You've got two minutes. I could get a photo shit together in two minutes, <laughs> I reckon. If I was in bed in my jocks. And you gave me two minutes. I reckon I could get up to do something vaguely presentable. Yeah, I think they've done the two minutes so that people don't have to see you in your jocks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Taylor clause. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. I quite like it and I kind of see why people are into it. I Like I happen to not have enough interesting people in my life at the moment who are like doing something different every day that this app makes a bunch of sense for me but I could see how it would have been really great 10 years ago and I would have like I would have frothed it I would have thought it was the best thing ever um and you know you can kind of see this pattern overall with that generation really rejecting the carefully curated perfectionist version of being online because it is exhausting and shitty and damaging for our mental health and people are really gravitating towards going you know what well here's like a photo dump here's just like whatever I took and you know deliberately bad selfies or like distorted vision like it's it's kind of a trope now it's a thing that people do knowingly and like kind of as a bit of a joke like it's a little bit funny as well uh and yeah, it's like the next, it's kind of the next generation of how you represent yourself online, which is just a little bit closer to the truth, which I think is not a bad thing. Do you think it's just uh, something Gen Z will do in addition to the more traditional ones or a, a, a complete replacement? Um, I think, you know, we, we love to generalise about generations, but I don't think, you know, there's always going to be, like in the same way that there were millennials who were not, overly preoccupied with being too perfectionist and curated online. I'm sure there will be plenty of, you know, Zoomers who don't care to, you know, show their like makeup free, ugly first thing in the morning, be real selfie with, you know, share that with all their friends. They're going to be people who are more self-conscious than that. But it is a pattern. Like it is an observable pattern for sure. Mm, It's interesting. And I I think it's great to move away from the incredible 
given that people can, now with all these apps that make you look more beautiful and actually restructure your face, it's probably good to go away from that. Uh, how, how mass market is this, Ange? Like, is this... Are there hundreds of millions of users of this thing or is it really just sort of new? Definitely, I think tens of millions for sure. Oh, wow. Mm, um, okay. It's like it's been getting a lot of buzz this year uh, and, yeah, people have said, oh, you know, the next um, Instagram. And whether or not that turns out to be the case, it's hard to say because, you know, these things really need to kind of catch fire. Like there needs to be a critical mass. Yeah, right. But uh, I'm wondering whether to go on it or whether my life is so incredibly tedious. I think it's worth giving it a go, but you've got to like find out that there are people – that there are people. I probably there. wouldn't know anyone who was on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. And then you got to oh, be that humiliating. Yes, yeah, so it would only really be of interest if you know the people. You, there's no point following randoms or or even. So I guess there celebs is, might be interesting. Like, there is a like a ra- like there is a random column like you can toggle over to like not just people who you know but people who are you know just posting or whatever. And it is kind of like uh, you remember chat roulette. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, I it's, do. Yeah. It's like a non-horny chat roulette. That's where Dom and mm. I met. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> whole chess team kind of goes. See, that's it's funny. Th- it's funny you raised that because that's sort of the best touchstone for fad, like social media yeah. phenomenon. Mm. And I'm I'm not entirely sold on this yet. I yeah. Totally. These are my two issues with it. One, I'm not convinced it's a million miles away from how. A lot of people I know are currently using Instagram. I'm I'm always amazed at what people think passes for content on Instagram, especially in stories. Mm. Well, not so much the photos, but just just random, just sort of yeah, they are kind of a bit out of focus, a bit nothing, just a beach here, a shop front there. Um, and I go, is that really content? Um, so it seems a that's sort of already happening a little bit. That mm. kickback against well, the stories, perfectly crafted yeah. shot is already happening on the traditional platform. Yes. The second point, and this isn't a criticism, it's more sort of a observation that I think all of these things, I, I, I kind of like the spin that it's this, oh, it's this really sort of political, d- deliberate attempt to move away from the perfection of Instagram. But... I kind of see just as much archness and calculation in moving to something that's not that. Like, you're almost owning the flaws in the same way people have owned the perfection in the past. It's, yes, it's, you, it's another kind You always of just rebel against what came yes. first. And yes. I sort of kind of think, yeah, it's new, but your spin on it, I'm not buying. Yeah, I mean, look, this is just my spin, by the way. I don't think, like, Gen Z is kind of getting on there and using this and going, like, mm, isn't this, like, aren't we being dialectical? Like, mm, yeah. no, like, I think they just actually really prefer it. Like, they're, you know, they're like kids a lot of the time. And they're... It's a like, new toy. It's a new toy and it's fun. Like, I don't think they would do it. Like, th- there, there would be no worthy argument you could make to a 16-year-old to convince <laughs> them to use this app. You know what I mean? So th- there's nothing worthy about it for them. They're just like, no, this is... I reckon people would be making the same argument you're making, though. I reckon there would be people telling themselves, oh, it's more authentic. But it is. It is. But I don't think it is. I think it's it's fake authenticity. everyone you know have to take the photo at the same time? Because I'm interested in that. The notion of the whole world simultaneously having to say what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I think it must stagger it because otherwise... I don't know. Yeah, I think, but I think you, you each get it. I think you get it from what I can gather. You get your push to like your prod to do the thing at a different point in the day to other people who you're friends with. And right, okay. and once you've posted your thing, you can see what they've done. And that's like your ticket to ride. Like you get to see if you've, so it's like honesty for honesty. Um, and, but you can see like, it really is genuinely, it's quite like, it's oddly magnetic if you go to the, 
Like if you scroll through and start to see like people literally all over the world, just like peeks into their little lives. And you can mm. tell, like, and you know, they haven't been edited. You know, they haven't done a retake. It's just like first crack. And it, it, it feels like a glimpse that you don't get anywhere else. I cannot... It does sound I'm, less boring than checking Facebook again. So it I is. Think on, on that level, No I'm one's sold. trying to sell you anything as well because, like, the, you don't have the time to construct a thing like, oh, my comedy show's coming oh, up. Oh, like, uh, here's, the, here's a ticket link. You that's just, like... I wonder how long before... People yeah, work maybe. out how to use it to sell things. Maybe, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, you just have to carry. Oh, I just happen to take this picture of a shoe. <laughs> Carrying your QR code with you <laughs> yeah. everywhere all day, so yeah. that when, yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure that you know nothing is truer of in 2022. In 2022, then you know, eventually this will be monetized and perverted like everything else. If it's popular, it'll be monetized. Yeah. yeah. But uh, but at the moment, it. I genuinely, if I reach for it, I cannot find a compare like a. A comparative in my mind for for you know another experience like it at the moment on the internet. Yeah, right. Sounds great. And you should do a, a podcast about this. Sort of <laughs> stuff. I may or may not be doing episode ten of Schmeidgeist on this topic, but uh, as you can hear, I am still researching. There you go. Go subscribe to it via your podcast uh, app of choice. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you, Ange. Our gears from Road, and we're part of the Acast Creator Network. Catch you next time. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.